0: where are you hiding? Where are you playing it too safe? What are you not seeing? What are you not doing? Who are you not being? This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 177 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler. Okay, y'all, what's up? What's up? It's so good to be here with you. Holla. Oh my God, y'all. This, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you with some life updates today. Um and just gonna kind of catch you up on like what's been going down and what's what's good over in my world. So, like, let's start with the personal stuff. Okay, so uh this this month, like literally the day this episode comes out, May 31st, it is May 31st. Um, I will have been in in Arizona a year officially in two days. I woke up on my 46th birthday, which is my birthday's May 30th, yesterday, um, in the desert. So we arrived on the 29th. So I've been here for a year and two days officially. And I feel like being a year somewhere, um, is such a milestone and especially when that's like a move across the country like that's not for the faint of heart in itself so I'm really proud that I'm like at this like year marker, this like year milestone. It feels really good. And you know, I'm out there putting myself out there, like making friends, growing my network. Um, I'm a member and mentor in an incredible um, entrepreneurial community for women called The Foundress. So that's opened a lot of doors and helped me make some friends. I um, have found that when you live in a a destination like Scottsdale or Arizona or something vacation y, we get a lot of visitors, especially from like November to May. Um, so we have been sort of a revolving door in this first year of being here. And it's been awesome and incredible, especially now that the pool is done. So we put in a pool. I've never had a pool. Guys, I have a pool. What the? Like, if you would have told little 20 something year old Holla, that she was going to have a pool someday in Arizona, like, sh- I would have told you to sit down. Uh, but I have a pool. I have a pool. Um, and it's done. And I'm so happy with it. And, you know, it's it's been a labor of love. That pool has taken a year. And it's been a lot of patience. And um, it, is, it is hard to be in construction, certainly when it's construction in your home and you work from home and my husband works from home and we have had so many visitors. A lot of these visitors were here before the pool was done. God love our friends. So like literally they were coming to see us. I always say to my husband, I'm like, like now we have a pool and I'm like, okay, are you here for the pool? Are you here to cuddle with my golden retriever? Are you here for me? Right? I joke, I joke, but truly like these are our OGs, right? Our people, like they're coming to like visit us. Because they like us. They really, really like us. So um, our pool is done. We've had so many great visitors. And I was saying to my husband the other day, I'm like, it's so nice because I feel like I've seen more people here in in the last like 10 months than I did for the last like, Three years living in Ohio. So it's just so nice to be connected to the energy of the desert, of a bigger city, a city that is so aligned with sort of, I feel like who I am in my soul. I've always wanted to live out in the desert. I just, I, I'm obsessed. I love, love, love it here. So if you get yourself to Scottsdale, Arizona, holla at your girl. Um, it, it is just, it is just, I love it out here. Love it, love it, love it. Um, let's think here. What else have I done personally? Um, <clears throat> I found a new trainer. Um, I was, I started a training program when I was in Ohio, it changed my life. And i have been working really hard to like find someone here. And my Ohio trainer and I were doing workouts virtually. It's just not the same. And I, I need it. Like I'm one of those people that like needs the push. Like I need a person in the gym with me going, yeah, no, babe, like that ain't gonna cut it. Right. Like check yourself. Right. And I'm just not going to do that for myself. So, um, I found a trainer, I found a great gym and that's been really awesome. And I also, last thing I want to share with you, that's going to like segue into really where we're going in today's episode. Like one of the larger updates, um, that I have to share is sort of what's happening with me in my business and sort of with my brand and, you know, sort of what's happening to me, from the inside out, because what's happening inside of me is certainly um, going to affect my business, and that's sort of been ruminating now for about a year and a half. So let me let me share the last personal update, and then it'll segue into the business updates. So i I had been wanting to try something new um, from a perspective. I mean, you can't live in the desert and not look at the stars and the moon and feel really connected to astrology. And I've always liked astrology, but I've never really spent a lot of time reading or learning about it. I had a spirit daughter membership for a while and i was getting the monthly workbooks and then life just sort of blew blew up and i put it on the back burner and kind of canceled that membership so i have been like wanting to reconnect with myself and so i reached out to a few contacts here locally who are like spiritual goddesses themselves like women i really respect and look up to one specifically and i'm like let me just ask her if she knows an astrologist here locally cuz i know she's got great taste she's not going to bullshit me and she's going to give me like The like level A astrologist, right? And she's like, Oh, yeah, girl, I got someone for you, but I got a Bazi reader for you. This is actually like better than astrology. And she is a feng shui master who just so happens to specialize in the ancient art form of Chinese astrology called Bazi. And I was like, and she's like, it's kind of underground. Lots of A-list celebs are doing it. It's big over in LA. And like, you know, this, this like takes astrology and just like pours rocket fuel on it. And I was like, okay, tell me nothing else. Here, Here, Here's my checkbook. Like, you know, like take my money, take my money. How do I get, get this girl on the phone? Anyway, so this Bozzy, Chinese astrologist, okay, the, this woman who is this feng shui master um, who studied over in Hong Kong, just moved from back from Sedona to to Scottsdale and has an office in Old Town anyway. Um, it seg- segues into business because I wanted to book this Bozzi reading. And initially, I wanted to book an astrologer because I really had this deep desire and internal Pull this gut feeling that I needed to start running my life and business according to maybe the stars, maybe the moon. I sound so fucking woo woo right now, um, but definitely wanted to start running it to my birth chart. And the ancient art form of Chinese astrology called Bazi does that. And like I mentioned, it is more powerful. In astrology, actually. So I had been feeling this pull to like start start really leaning into something bigger than myself to set direction for myself and my business. So Bazi, what is Bazi? And I'll put a link in the show notes so you can learn a little bit ab- ab- more about about Bazi. Um, but in a nutshell, it is a unique system, this ancient art form of Chinese astrology that can help you uncover your life potential by analyzing the blueprint of your personal birth data, okay? So Bazi is also commonly referred to as the eight characters or the four pillars of destiny. Yo, you had me at the four pillars of destiny. I mean, just the word destiny alone, I'm all in, okay? So this ancient art form of Chinese astrology is used for destiny analysis. And the four pillars are composed of the year of your birth, the month, the day, and the hour that you were born. And each pillar holds two words, hence the eight characters. Okay? So, essentially, if that all feels confusing, it is a destiny reading. It is your cosmic blueprint, like a horoscope reading, but with much more in-depth and personalized access to who you are and what your life will hold. So bazi is also sort of considered this sophisticated art of like Chinese fortune telling based largely on the Chinese five elements and its own variations of yin and yang. I mean, everything in the world is made up of five basic elements, components, wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. The five elements. Okay. And as members of nature, our bodies and our destinies, yes, I said destinies, are also made up of those five things. So by analyzing this structure, compatibility, clashes, combinations, interrelations, you can learn so much more about your nature and characteristics, giving you a really deep and profound insight into all areas of your life, including managing and optimizing the ups and downs of your luck cycles. And knowing all this information about yourself can really help you make better decisions when faced with certain life events or crossroads, like when to launch, when not to launch, when to do the thing, when not to do the thing, when to partner with someone, when not to, who to partner with. Like all these choices you make, um, shipping, launching, g- getting into relationships, partnerships, business deals. Like think of all the decisions you make every single day in business and in your personal life. There is a rhythm to that. There are luck cycles to that. There is a destiny behind that, right? So when you do a Bazi r- reading, you sort of, begin by assessing like who you are based on your birth year date month and time right to get an understanding of yourself and why you do what you do you start to learn your gifts which gives you a really deep understanding of your strengths and these in Born talents, you start to really improve relationships. Like I could go to my um, bazi astrologist and say, hey, I'm about to like hire this person or go into a large contract with this individual. Here's their birthday, month, year, et cetera. Like, let's talk about that. Does this make sense for me right now? Or is this a relationship that I should probably not entertain right now? I mean, guys, that's powerful data to have. And of course, you know, knowing all of this helps you manage your air quotes luck cycles, right? To really help you understand the most auspicious timing for important life decisions, such as marriage, changing careers, moving houses, traveling. Um, it can help you plan for the new year, harness opportunities, manage obstacles, like all the stuff. Right. And I love, um, My bossy astrologist, Jen, my feng shui master, like guys, I have a feng shui master. Who am I? It's so great. My husband just like rolls his eyes. He's like, I don't even know what to do with you, but he loves it deep down. He's into it. He's into it. Especially because on my first reading, we did, we ran his numbers and his chart. It was so much fun. And it just, it's amazing what you can learn. Anyway, Jen proceeds to tell me, she goes, think of it this way. She's like feng shui is managing the energetics of your environment. Okay. Feng shui. Manage the energy in your space, and I have always been into that. Because I and I talk about this in Speaker School, the course we just uh, launched, and it will come back. Don't you worry. Link in the show notes to get yourself on the uh, the wait list if you want to uh, be in the know on the next time we go to launch or on tour with Speaker School. But I talk about the power of environment um, as a big secret to my success. So that's Feng Shui, managing the energetics of your environment. Chinese medicine manages the energetics. Of of your health, well, Bosie is managing the energetics of people, right? Not just people you, but people in your life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, y'all. Speaking of life updates, buckle up. Uh, I have actually added a new Advocare supplement into my lineup. It's called Formula. W. Now, if you've been around here for a while, it's no secret that AdvoCare is a podcast sponsor. I've been using their performance supplements. I would say for like three and a half years now, they've been a podcast sponsor for two years. I was using their stuff, speaking for them, totally obsessed, leveraged that relationship into a podcast sponsorship. So I am like a fan and an advocate of these sports performance supplements they offer, specifically biofuel and pre-workout. So when I was ordering some new stuff for this month I said to my contact my girl Hannah I said, "Hey, send me some send me some new shit. What you got? What you got that I need to know about?" Right? Cuz I get such like a creature of habit with my supplements and she's like, "Oh my god, girl, Formula W." She goes, "Now, I know you didn't ask me for female products, but I started taking this over a month ago and she's like, "It's freed me from period cramps." And I don't know about y'all. It's like the second I got over the age of 42, like my Forty two, forty three. 43, like my period cramps are, are not fun. Uh, I know TMI, sorry for the gents that listen, but truly like it's no joke. I don't know what's going on over here, but my period cramps are like no joke. So Formula W does something really unique because it helps support your health as a female and Helps make your responses to these sort of menopausal symptoms that start to come on in your 40s a little less dramatic. It aids in the reduction of hot flashes. I don't know about y'all. I'm always hot. It helps with mood swings and one of the ingredients in Formula W is called genopause, which is a blend of four herbal extracts clinically proven to reduce menopausal symptoms. So, you know, listen, I don't have menopause yet, but once I saw that the the product has this ingredient, um, I got real curious. And so did my contact at Avacare. And um, we both started taking it and are achieving great results. Specifically, we both are feeling a really nice reduction in our our monthly cramps. So if you're looking for something to support your female wellness and overall health, uh, maybe you add Formula W to the mix too. Link in the show notes to learn more. As always, when you shop, use our code FEELBETTER15 to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. So why I went to Bozzi in the first place. So A, I had been suffering a lot of serious PTSD from 2020 and 2021. Um, I think we all went through a lot of shit professionally. And even just COVID aside, um, I was just trying to come out of what felt like a really reckless and sort of confusing couple of years in my life. And I have definitely had, um, an awakening. I don't really know what that means a hundred percent yet, I am still searching for that full answer. I even got an email, well, actually a DM about it. Um, Maybe we call it a D-mail. A D-mail. Did I just make up a new word? I'm kind of here for it. Um, I got a D-mail from someone who is a spiritual soul sister. And she literally was like, hey, girl, hey, hi. um, Have you had an awakening? I'm like, I don't know. Have I? (laughs) Fuck, maybe I have. But like something is going on. So anyway, this change, this awakening, um, Has really surfaced, I think, the most over the last 90 ish days, three to four months. But I think it started last year. This change inside of me started last year during a photo shoot I did in Chicago with my stylist, the fabulous. Tolly Kogan in July uh, last summer. And this was not your typical photo shoot. Like I had been dreaming up working with her. We had six outfits. It was like seven hours of photography, makeup, hair, all the people, all the things. And I mean, when the last outfit was on and it was like, I knew we were wrapping up. I'm like, yo, I mean, like I could have done three more looks. Like it, I just was so in a trance. It was one of the most trance informational photo shoots I've ever done. You've probably seen some of these photos on my Instagram where even when I started posting them, people are like, yo, what's popping off? It's like me in disco balls, me in a crazy pink dress, me in like green fur and like cut up t-shirts, me in like a flamingo pink outfit, just like raucous causing high fashion shit shaking shit shaking, I don't know, sort of energy. Right. And I knew like, oh shit, something big is happening here. Amanda, who was on my team at the time, even sat me down and was like, and we went to dinner after the shoot and she's like, yo, okay, girl. I mean, like what's happening here? Like, this is like what we're doing here. What I just witnessed in there is like so much more than keynote speaking. Right. Um, and so I guess from that, moment forward i've been feeling this like pull into something bigger into something more into something different but i've equally felt sort of stuck okay um, not sure how to process what's going on with me not sure how to articulate um or do what I felt was brewing in my soul. So I sort of like shoved it down. You know how we do when we don't know what to do with things, we shove it down, we dim it, we tell it to go away, I'll look at it later, or we la 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 la, just like ignore it altogether, right? So flash forward to like December last year, um, new year comes and I go t- up to Sedona and I'm like, I'm going to take a little sabbatical. I'm going to bring my planner, and my stickers and my markers and all my things and my magazines. And I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a moment in Sedona and I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going to goal set and it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to come out of this with so much clarity because I'm in Sedona and isn't this where the magic happens. And for the first time in my life, I get done. Well, I leave Sedona which this this never really happens. And keep in mind all the energetics in Sedona. Sedona, when you're in a place like Sedona that is so deeply energetic, it is an energy vortex. Go Google it, right? It's going to either, it's going to call up what's going on inside of you. So if you've got friction and um, things you're not dealing with, anxiety, stress, fear, overwhelm, it's just going to rise more of that up. And if you are feeling flow and peace and vibey and one with where you're at and where you're going, it's gonna bring more of that up. So much so that I even got a reiki reading, my first one, and I literally had to stop her. I was like, I can't. I felt like I was gonna have a panic attack. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. And I know she looked at me like, oh, babe, you like, you need, you need some reiki. You need some serious, serious resetting because I could not handle it. I could not have her. Her, Cause in Reiki, like you move through some, you know, down someone's body and you use your hands and you just pause over certain places. And I knew she could feel it. Like, I just couldn't get out of there fast enough. Like I had to stop the session. So I left Sedona and like this goal focused planning session actually kind of like, meh, like kind of like not good. Right. Um, there were so many things i knew i wasn't saying, conversations i wasn't having, moves i wasn't making. so i wrote this list of like safeish goals and was ready to like tackle 2023. i was excited, but not really 100% sure if i was being true to myself or calling the shots the way i wanted. i just was like chalking it up to like um a weird year and coming out of even weirder years. And again, pushing it down, not really wanting to look at it. So again, keep in mind, keep in mind, we had just come out of 2020 and 2021 and even most of 2022 where I was the most low and out of flow that I had ever been in my life, right? So I was not really in a good place. And after my Bozzi reading, it became crystal clear what was really going on because I'm the ocean. I am a water girl, right? Um, I was born in the month of the ocean. Like the water element is the element I was born into, okay? And 2020 was the year of the rat. And the rat has an attraction to my chart, which clashes against the ocean. So in years of the rat, things can be extra chaotic and busy and spastic. And there's a lot of reckless spastic energy running around the rat. So if I fire up by controlling nature and resist my own flow of the ocean, and I that is definitely a shadow side. I can can I like things a certain way. And I can tend to try and control processes and people in places because I get scared. So I'm going against what nature is intending me to do, which is to flow, right? So the rat brings up this reckless, spastic energy. And instead of vibing with it, being like, all right, yo, it's 2020. The rat's here. <laughs> I'm going to lay low. See if I had a bazi chart reader, she would have said, 2020 is going to be a shit show, babe. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to chill. We're going to lay low. We're not going to create a bunch of stuff. We're going to manage what we're already doing. We're going to take care of ourselves, right? But instead of doing that, what I did was try and do a million different crazy things. And no wonder, nothing felt aligned, right? Um, So... I was trying to fight and control and micromanage and manipulate everything that was going on in 2020, even before COVID, because I was afraid. And everything I produced out of those years, 2021, even some of 2022, is a result of the chaotic energy instead of the internal energy that is who I am in my soul, which is the energy of the ocean and flow and peace and motherfucking freestyle. And listen, you can't control the nature of water. It is meant to move. You can't hide the ocean. It's big energy, baby. So it can either be a tsunami or really serene and healing, which pretty much sums up your girl and my entire personality. So I am the water element. And knowing that is so incredible because you start to understand your patterns and you start to realize like, oh, I should be making big moves or, you know, when I'm not feeling like I'm freestyling or in flow like the water is, no wonder I feel friction, right? Like, no wonder, like if I'm in a relationship that feels uh, controlling or, um, you know, something that feels limiting, well, no wonder I feel like I can't breathe. So anyway, I had been fighting this freestyle, like the desire and the whole call to freestyle. And and I was feeling it in my gut. Um, I knew I was fighting it. I knew I was micromanaging things. I knew I was um, in more fear and worry and control than freestyle and flow and water energy. But I was so embarrassed about how many times I've changed directions over the past couple of years that I didn't want to disrupt things anymore or upset anyone else on my team anymore, especially the people that were working for me. So I was like doling my edges and biting my tongue because I didn't want to disrupt anything anymore. I was done for it. So I'm like, I'm going to wait it out. This thing will figure itself out. And I'm going to go into this new year, 2023. Let's go. Um, But if I'm being real, I wasn't really excited. I sort of felt this dark cloud over my aura. It's like I wasn't dealing with with what I needed to deal with, yet holding my breath, I'm like crossing my fingers right now, like like just waiting and hoping and praying that it'll figure itself out, okay? So we get into the new year and then January 4th, I get a call and Amanda's like, uh, I got something hard to tell you. And I'm like, oh shit, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm, I found a new job. And she resigned, you know? And I thought, okay, well, there we go. The universe has a funny way of waking your ass up. You know, and sometimes the things you pray for come in very unexpected and inconvenient ways. But on January 4th, when that happened, while I initially felt shocked, sad, and kind of pissed, I equally felt relief because I knew like she's doing what's right for her and the universe just did what was right for me. And so I almost instantly, within 24 hours, felt this like, Deep breath of like massive, massive freedom. Like I had this chance to like begin again and start fresh, um, which is set in motion everything that is going on for me now. I have since called in an incredible team of creatives. Uh, I'm now working with a new creative director to pull out of me all that is. In me, and it's so funny. For so long, I thought it was the house of and or the ampersand or this idea or that idea or the improv mindset or the methodology like these things outside of me, the research, right? Like, I've got to prove myself. I've got to prove myself. I've got to prove myself. Look at me. Look at my methodology, right? And I was always struggling with like how to connect the dots, you know, how do I make it all work together? Because like, here's my business, here's what I do, but I'm Judy and it's me. And like, where am I in this? And do we separate and how do we, and what do we, but what I've come to find out through working with my creative director specifically and my astrologist is that it's always been in me because it is me and I am it. And that is Holla. Holla. I mean, come on, folks. I was born, born with the last name Holler, okay? I even have it tattooed on my body in my dad's handwriting. And when my creative director, Sage, shout out, um, the incredible team at House of Nectar, um, she literally asked me, she came to my house, we were sitting in my office, and she's like, so what does Holler mean to you? Like, what does it mean to you? And I instantly said, like, knee-jerk reaction. I go, it means to live out loud." To live out loud, which is what everything I create and do is on a mission to do as well. From Fear is My Homeboy, to Speaker School, to the new brand I'm building, it's all carrying the red thread of living out loud, of holla. So this whole motherfucking time, it's it's always been me and in me. I am the ocean. I am a water girl, element wise. And the water represents flow and freestyle and dances between a big tsunami waves and small, soft, serene energy. And this is the essence of living out loud and really living a hala lifestyle. It is you going big when you need to go big and you trusting that it's time to go soft when things need to be soft because they're out of balance. Trying to control what cannot be controlled will only bring clash. Iron will meet iron and it'll hurt more than it'll help. So right now I'm bringing to life what's been lying dormant, what's not been living out loud like she should have been living, what's been talked safely away for the fear that others might not get it, and that is holler, that is holla, that is me. So, as it stands, <laughs> I'm really in this place of going balls to the wall, taking risks, saying yes, going for it, being the ocean, especially as I prepare for next year, which opens up a new decade and a new chapter for me, according to my Chinese chart, which basically means that in 2024, <laughs> shit's about to pop off. So, the biggest change I'm making from a business perspective is going all in on Hala, me, and no longer goal setting traditionally or life planning traditionally at the end of the year. I'm going to start following my birth chart, according to Chinese astrology. Now, my birthday is May 30th, which means that May 31st, today is my New Year. So happy Happy New Year to me, Um, which means the past two weeks, I've been planning and goal setting for this new year. My 47th year represent, baby, baby, right? And I'm really excited about this because it means that in December, I'm no longer making a mad dash to create some goals and resolutions or chasing that energy. I'm already in the energy. In fact, I'm halfway through my year at that point. So I'm starting to set goals according to my birth year, and each new year is going to come with a a new set of commitments and goals and priorities and energetic shifts according to what is in my Chinese birth chart and in my heart as I design a life lived on my own terms. So maybe for you, this life update, this holla life update for you Brings up a new energy. Maybe you feel stirred up inside, right? To try something new. Maybe you go do some some research on Bazi for yourself. Maybe there's a Bazi healer or astrologist in your area. You know, I definitely. Want to get my astrologist, Jen, on the podcast, my feng shui master. So stay tuned for that. We're going to have her on and we're going to talk about this and how you can use this beautiful ancient ritual to start mapping your life and setting goals according to what's really truly in your destiny. But for now, maybe for you, it's simply to decide to start taking each new birth year as a new year. And setting goals that way, instead of the traditional way, you've always set goals because that's the way you've always set goals. Maybe this episode has sparked something for you or triggered something inside because you too are dimming your light, dulling your edges, remaining in the box, not saying what you really want to say or doing what you really want to do. Where are you hiding? Where are you playing it too safe? What are you not seeing? What are you not doing? Who are you not? B, it's time to go live out loud. Let's go get them. Holla.